0: on, man. What are we doing, man? What are we doing? We're podcasting. It's episode 45 of the Rock Savages podcast. Today, or whenever, you're going to listen to this shit. You know what I mean? You guys know the score, man. We are brought to you by rocksavagepod.com. You guys can download all of our episodes there for free. Or you can roll on over to iTunes, download us there as well, rate and review us. If you do pop over there, man, it helps us get on the charts, gets more exposure for the podcast. So, hey, it doesn't have to be a long paragraph. It can just be like four or five words and just give us a five-star review, man. We're also on YouTube. You guys can jump over there if you're not an Apple person and, uh, you know, subscribe over there and uh, listen and share with your friends and your buddies and your fam and your kids and your aunts and uncles and everybody, mom and dad. They all want to listen to this. You know they do. All right. Another way you guys can help out, scroll down to the bottom of rocksavagedpot.com uh, our homepage here and bookmark our Amazon affiliate links there at the bottom. It costs you guys absolutely nothing and gives us a little kickback and anything helps to get this thing down the road. Now the business is done. Sort of. You know, I w- I want to be honest with you guys. I've had a couple companies Approach us about doing sponsorships, and you know, if we have a chance to monetize this podcast, we will someday. I don't know when, but it has to be the right people. And uh, I just wanted to share this with everybody because some a couple of these companies, like these internet companies, they uh they they get in touch with us and want us to uh you know do reads for their podcast, and I don't have a problem with it unless you know I haven't uh, tried out their product and you know so I say yeah sure that sounds great but what you guys have to do is send us some product and uh, let us have an experience with it so we uh, you know can be enthusiastic about you know uh, giving your product an ad we're not gonna lie to you guys you know we're not gonna pretend like we, we uh, use something use a product and then just try to you know sell it over to you that's silly and what's annoying is that these guys and these uh, companies, these people, don't uh, don't ever get back to you when you ask for a free sample. And it's like, we're not trying to get free stuff from you. We're trying to try your stuff out as a quality control measure so we can actually be truthful about whatever ads that we're going to post on here. And I'm just telling you guys right now, we're not, never going to do that. I mean, not, you know, at all. So I want to just be honest with everyone. If we're going to do an ad, we're going to have experience with that product before we do. So that's our promise to you. It's annoying. People don't get back to you, you know. It's like, do you do you guys believe in your product? Okay, well, then send us one over and let us check it out so we can see if it's awesome or if it isn't and then agree accordingly, you know. It's kind of silly. But uh, enough with that rant. Little business side stuff that, you know, you come in contact with as, as uh. A podcast progresses forward. Now that all said, uh today's just me and Paul. We kinda catch up. It's been uh about almost two weeks since we released our last uh podcast and uh so we didn't get to talk about Las Vegas or uh losing Tom Petty together and now there's all this uh Hollywood stuff going on so we just uh touch on all that, give a give some thoughts and uh you know, it's all interesting, man. It's an interesting world that we live in, and uh, podcasting is a great way for us to uh, have good conversations with each other, you know, it's a good excuse to hang out, and uh, it's a strange time we live in, we're starting to see all these uh, social structures, kind of, these old school, uh, you know, entities like Hollywood just start to crumble, man, I mean, it's in this new age of the internet. Yeah, is doing all this. It's uh, just taking these industries and these uh, institutions and just kind of dismantling them little by little. The Harvey Weinstein stuff is uh, its pretty gross, you know, and it makes me never want to go watch a movie again because you're potentially giving your money to a sexual predator and or a child molester. Who knows? We don't know. I mean, it's just allegations right now, but as the days move forward and, uh, more and more evidence comes out, more victims come out, and more perpetrators are going to be, uh, you know, they're going to be identified. So uh, we'll see as the days go on, as the days go on and on, and uh, maybe next episode we'll have more shit to talk about, man. world comes at you fast, but uh, just a little brief uh, synopsis of our episode today. Uh, we hope you guys dig it. Here it is, episode 45 of the Rock Savages podcast.
1: Saturday the 14th was not kind to me. Goddamn Jameson.
0: The night before the Halloween party. Yeah, I knew that was going to be a problem. You're an expert, man. You know this.
1: I knew this, but I I was pacing myself, I thought. No,
0: not with Jameson. That
1: <sighs> was just a swig. But when you put the swig on top of five beers five
0: thousand beers
1: and punch bloody mary and yeah it was all downhill yeah out of commission until about three o'clock the next day wow no shit huh yeah yeah i was bedridden
0: moaning yeah i was
1: i was ready to pull the gun out from my nightstand and just end it all just end it i was like this is uh this is it i think i've lived a good life (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I can do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> a little hungover,
0: and I'm fucking. I've had it. <laughs> Bang! I can't. I can't last this out. <laughs> Gotta go sometime. That's. I don't think that's a good way to go. I think you feel that shit. I. No way. I. I just looked at the. Uh, the leaked photos of the uh, Las Vegas shooter hotel yep. room. Because, not because I like looking at that shit. But uh, I was curious because when you when you heard the the video of the shooting, I mean, those fucking guns were going off. It sounded like they were belt-fed machine guns. Yeah, it would just kept firing and firing and firing. I was like, "What the fuck?" So I, I looked uh, I looked at those photos because I wanted to see what kind of firepower he had up in that room. It looked like it was just rifles, you know, yeah. standard uh, magazine-fed rifles. But that dude, well, the what. What else was in those pictures was the entire crime scene, and he was there, dead, and he ate a fucking, he ate a gun, you know? ate a fucking pistol, but close-up fucking pictures of him is fucking gross, but it didn't really bother me because he was a fucking scumbag piece of shit, but yeah, there was a grimace on his face, you know? So he felt it. So don't do that. Noted. Yeah. I don't Noted. think I don't think we have to worry. I think yeah, gonna I'm be not going to
1: eat a bullet, but can't say the thought did not cross my mind. <laughs> it's like, fuck!
0: Dude, I haven't been that hungover in quite a while.
1: And my head was pounding, dry heaving. Really? No, no bueno.
0: Damn, dude. You went hard. I did. Glad I left. I didn't eat much. Yeah, when Polly pulled out that big-ass bottle of James, I was like, either I'm going to stay and shit's going to get wild, or I leave now and I escape. So I escaped. Barely. Yeah, barely.
1: You're moments away from succumbing to the peer pressure
0: i've been on the verge of hungover this year a few times but not full-blown hungover like out of commission yeah me too i mean you
1: have a couple drinks a couple drinks turns into you know one or two more than you planned and planned on That's all it takes dude and then you know the next day you're like ah, i feel like shit This was not, I feel like shit. This is like, I want to die. Yeah, kill, kill. This My head is fucking pounding. S-O-S. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to have an aneurysm. This is (laughs) the end.
0: (laughs) Just, you don't need to eat a gun. You just fucking, you know, just die natural. Hey, man, you had fun, though. That was the case.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it it was worth the cost. I think I'll be a little more cautious of my alcohol intake. From here on out. Famous last words. <clears throat> right. Well, I think I'm pretty good. I mean, it's been years. Yeah, that I've bad? i been in that situation. Years.
0: Well, you're going down to Florida with uh, racing never, right? So. Yeah.
1: But, you know, you give me a beer and I can drink beer all day long. You know, so you start mixing that Wixie in and doing those mixed drinks and shots. And that's that's where it gets out of control. Yep.
0: Doesn't make me feel good. I like the
1: alcohol can content in and, and a typical beer is a a good pace for me I could drink you know a beer you know in typically an hour you know I'm not trying to to chug it but you you know you never know I mean I did shotgun a beer the other night so nothing's off the table
0: you're fucking living like a 20 year old
1: you only live once
0: sometimes you got a shotgun a goddamn beer sometimes you got a fucking shotgun a beer and if it's in a moving car, you know, do that too. Or a bus. Goddamn bus. It wasn't a bus, actually. That sounds
1: fun. Party bus? Yeah, the party bus uh, for uh, the Racing Never Show when we played with uh, Super Joint Ritual and Devil Driver up at the Agora last, week. last weekend.
0: That was a cool picture. You met uh, met the band?
1: Yeah, I got, to, I got to meet the band. I got to hang out with some of the guys. I got to hang out with Joey and take a picture with the whole super joint crew say anything to Phil I said yeah you look a lot smaller than I was thinking you were gonna look did you say that <laughs> <laughs> little, little little skinny buddy he is a lot skinnier uh hey, he quit drinking I guess so that's quit cool. drinking um he still knows how to party but uh yeah he he wasn't as uh as, as big as I was expecting I guess it seemed cool. He was very down to earth. He was very cool with all the guys. Um, Joey um, in the band as well. That's he the was drummer, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He he was probably the most socially came on the bus, hung out with us. Um, but you know, it it was cool. It was cool. We got to p- play on the theater stage, first time on that stage. Sound fucking sucked.
0: Yeah, man, what the fuck? The Agora fuck?
1: sound is not nearly as good as I was expecting.
0: That is disheartening. I mean, I've been to... Me and you have been going to the Agora since 93, right? 92, yeah. 93? I think yeah. our first show was, what, Candlebox there? Correct. Uh, the tickets were like 8 bucks. <laughs> yeah,
1: 8 or 12 bucks. That was on like their that.
0: first album. That was a good show, man. Eleven opened. Jack Irons is playing drums. And uh, what's her name? Natasha. Eleven, uh, Yeah
1: that Smell the Magic uh,
0: that's L7 L7 yeah it's a good album cover though well, Smell the Magic it was yeah. a
1: great album cover
0: I think it beats Amorica
1: Smell the Pajini
0: be- but yeah man I mean what the fuck I've been to like three shows recently at the Agora and the sound was not fucking great yeah they
1: can't get it together I don't know there's plenty of equipment there I think the, they they just I mean guys don't really know what they're doing
0: I mean yeah you gotta get somebody in there to fuck. well they just got bought I guess so, I guess they're going to pump millions into it. I don't know who bought it, but
1: it's supposed to fucking be the shit. They'll probably corporatize it. Well, they're going to re- renovate it from what I saw. And from the looks of it, I mean, it, it really needs it. Yeah. It's I mean, place, it's man. a cool venue, but it, it definitely needs some updates. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of possibilities
0: there. Well, that, that's not the original Agora. I guess the original one burned down, right, in the early 80s? I don't, I don't know. Well, it used to be like a... Like a 250, 300-seater, if I'm not mistaken. And that's where all the bands would come and play in Cleveland in the 70s. Like Bob Seger started there. He started his career at the Agora. Rush is another one. But all the bands came to the Agora in the 70s, late 60s, early 70s. And I guess it burned down in the early 80s, the original Agora. And then it moved to that building. I think I want to say it was like 86, 85, 86. I could be wrong. It's around there, though that time frame but I don't know what it was before that it was obviously some kind of opera house or theater or something
1: there there used to be an Agora, didn't there
0: yeah yeah there was is that boot scootin's saloon is that still there I don't know turned into a country bar
1: I know it turned into a country bar and I got drugged there by an ex when I was a kid and uh I remember because I'd I'd seen a band play there when it was the Agora. And then it turned shortly into the Boot Scootin Saloon, and it was very disheartening.
0: And it was never there when it was a rock club. I remember hearing about the Akron Agora on uh, local radio station 106.9 back in the day, early 90s, because there was always shows coming through. Yeah. I want to say Allison Chains played there, but that might have been Cleveland. Might have been confusing those two.
1: Yeah, I wish there was a club like that in Akron of that, that size.
0: Uh, that's a big thing. To, that's a big room to fill now. You know, Mm -hmm. not as many people are going to shows, probably more so now that we had a fucking stupid-ass shooting in Vegas, even though it's a country show. But still, I mean, that's going to affect the game, man.
1: Yeah, of course it is. People uh, are always going to be apprehensive. Yeah. I mean, if I wasn't apprehensive enough before, you know, going to outdoor festivals, thinking about fucking people driving their fucking vehicle into a crowd, now you got to worry about some fucking guy climbing a fucking
0: fucking tower
1: and popping off some rounds.
0: Yeah, I guess I guess the dude had rooms booked in Chicago for Lollapalooza, too. And if you look at that site, I mean, there's hotels all around, high-rise hotels all around like where the park area is, where the stage area is. It looked like it was even fucking closer. He was shooting from like 300 yards. Yeah, yeah. Which isn't far. I mean, it sounds far, but it's not. Not when you got that kind of firepower in Europe. In, and you're
1: firing into groups of people. Yeah. You know. I mean, you're
0: just randomly... You're just firing in a massive group. I was trying to tell that dude at your party the other night. See, yeah. this is where shit goes fucking crazy. It's where I kind of shut down, is when people just don't want to be objective about the whole thing. Because, number one, we still don't know the whole story. This fucking guy... I know, I know this has probably been talked about a thousand times since, but we haven't been together since since this happened, but... I mean, the story has been fucking so fucked up, and it's changed so much, the official story. And it keeps changing. Like, this fucking guy, he had hotels booked in Chicago. He didn't leave an, a note of any kind, and this is what kind of makes the whole I thought he did leave a note. He left a note, but it was just, like, schematics on, like, wind oh. and shit like that. Just kind of gibberish, I guess. But uh, there was no motive. At least that's what they say. But he had multiple properties, And his house got broken into after the cops had been there and cordoned it, could, what's the word I'm looking for, closed it off, you know, um, you know, with the fucking tape, the police tape and shit. Somebody broke in, went through the front door, and the cops are saying now that nothing was stolen. It's like, how the fuck do you know? You haven't been in there to investigate it yet, you know? You just fucking shut it down and. You know, are they are they investigating that? I mean, now we're never gonna fucking know the truth because who knows who those people were, and what they took out of there. Yeah. They probably took evidence. You know, it's fucked up.
1: I, I'm I don't know. There's so many theories going on around it about you know extra shooters and you know how did how do you well I, I did see that the CEO of um the hotel um Mandalay, what is the hotel called? Mandalay Bay Mandalay right? Bay actually has a chair on, um,
0: uh, what's the, um... I'm having a hard time recalling names. I know, I can't remember today. his
1: name, but he is, uh, has a chair on the the, the Council for um, National Security. I cannot think of the name of, <laughs> but I, anyway... The NSA? Yeah, the NSA. Okay. He has a chair on the board. How do you, I mean, I'm sure this... Building has to be one of the most highly, I don't know, Secure? surveillance. Well, the city. Yeah, that city. It's
0: fucking Las Vegas. You know. I mean,
1: how is there not more footage of there is how this went down? There's got to be. <clears throat> and I guess it took him, it took him over an hour to to bring this guy down. You know, this shooting went on for like an hour. He killed a security guard, and he, it wasn't an hour later that they finally. He's f- alive. Huh? The security guard's alive, I guess. Right, but he shot. A sc- it took him an hour from the time they shot the security guard to end the situation. Really? Yes. Mm. How Damn. does that go down for an hour?
0: I don't fucking know. There's a, there's a there's a whole ton of questions. Like, you know, <laughs> how, well, I guess it's easy to get the guns up there. Think about it. Right,
1: luggage. Yeah, here's, which yeah, if, that's over now. If you're not going through security.
0: Yeah, well, you're going to be now. Right. For sure. You're going to be now. Any hotel like that, it's going to be fucking... At least it better be in Vegas, at least. Any major city like that. Man, open-air concerts, I don't fucking know now, man. Maybe Blossom would be cool. But even then, somebody could go into the woods, you know?
1: Yep. That's all it takes. Yeah.
0: And just fucking snipe you from there. But the guy we were talking to at your party... I just shut down with him because he was, he, he was just convinced that he knew what the story was. And I was like, dude, how, you don't even know the facts, man. I mean, how can you know? And he's like, and th- this is where it shut down because he asked me if I've, if I've ever fired an automatic rifle. I was like, no, I haven't, but I've fired semi-automatic AR-15s. And he's like, well, there's no way in hell that you would ever hit somebody with a fully automatic rifle from that vantage point. I was like, what are you talking about? It was an open-air fucking... Basically a parking lot. That's what it looked like to right. me. And uh, you're firing into a crowd. Yeah, you're firing into a massive. And he was just convinced. He's like, "Well, you're fucking, you know, your muzzle. The muzzle of the gun goes, keeps going up as you keep firing." I was like, "Yeah, I know all that, but start at the bottom then." Yeah, yeah I mean, this is fucking and, rocket science. Yeah, and you just keep doing it. And that's, right. what, that's essentially what he did. I mean, he. I was. I didn't know really what his point was. I was like, "Well, I, you know, he my was the
1: same there's multiple shooters."
0: Yeah, he was. In, there had to been, and who knows? You yeah, know? who knows? We don't know. There's we don't we haven't seen all the facts. I mean, that's the facts. Honestly, we haven't we haven't seen the facts. The investigation's not over. It doesn't sound like it's ever going to be completed. But is it
1: impossible? Fuck no, it's not impossible. It's 100 percent impossible. You get a, impossible. a bunch of you know several, you know, fully automatic weapons, and you're shooting into crowds of people.
0: You're gonna hit people. You're gonna. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not, I mean, I'm sure not every not, – he probably hit more people than he killed, you know, non-fatal shots. Oh, well, he but, did, yeah. There like, 500 know, injured. Yeah, hundreds of people he probably just fucking nicked, you know, but like shot he wasn't aiming at particular people. He was fucking aiming at crowds of people. Yep. This isn't fucking brain surgery. I don't,
0: yeah, I, was, I just kind of shut down because, I mean, it was just uh, him not listening to anything. He just wanted to let me know about his expertise, and I was like – Okay, you know, whatever, dude. I told him straight up. I was like, he would have killed more people on semi-automatic, for sure.
1: Possibly if he was sighting it in, but even that's still a fucking hard shot.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, three well, three hundred yards is. I mean, it's pretty close, relatively speaking, from that vantage point. You know, I don't know. We don't know, right? Yeah, it's fucked up. It's pretty upsetting, though. What you know, just and then fucking Tom Petty the same goddamn day, dude. You know, fucking really, man. Well, he, I don't think he was dead yet. Right. But I mentioned The same some.
1: day that news came down, and then everybody confirmed that he had died, and then everybody had to backtrack, and then, like, oh, well, now he is. Yeah. Like, well, fuck. Now you, you got me upset. Then you gave me some hope. Now he's. He's one of those guys. That's why, you know, when somebody comes to town that I haven't seen before, I'm going to go anymore because he's one of the artists that I always put off seeing. Because you know, I'll see him what next time he comes. Fuck, you just never know. You don't Didn't know. There'll be a next time, and they, he's one of the artists that, you know, every time one of his songs come on, you're like, oh, it's fucking Tom Petty, sweet. Yeah. And you you don't realize how many fucking great songs Tom Petty has. I mean, he's a, he's a fucking fantastic songwriter. Like not, he was.
0: And not just great songs, but hits. Yeah. I mean, just fucking hits. Twenty fucking, after fucking hits. Yes, yeah, twenty plus hits at least. Fucking yeah. unreal.
1: Yeah, you would see Tom Petty in fucking for two and a half hours and probably know every goddamn
0: song he played. I did, yeah. I mean I saw him. I, I mentioned I mentioned this in our the intro of our last podcast because it had it had happened, but me and you haven't got a chance to talk about it. But I mean, I saw him once and uh twenty five songs in the set list, every freaking single one was a fucking hit. It wasn't a deep track. I was like, yeah. God damn it, dude and every person in the crowd was just singing every fucking word and I was like, This is fucking amazing. I wish I would have seen it more. But, I mean, I should have gone every year. But, you know, that's what what happens. Yep, that's what. Apparently, rock musicians die now all (laughs) the time. (laughs) And nobody else dies. Just rock people. It's fucked up. It
1: seems that way. But I think we're just more in tune with it now. It's a bigger deal.
0: Well, yeah, let's fucking recap. We lost Greg Allman in May. We lost Chris Cornell in May. And now Tom Petty and then Chester Bennington, you know, wasn't a fan of Linkin Park, but he was a talented dude. And when he was singing in Stone Temple Pilots for that small stretch, I mean, he fucking impressed the fuck out of me, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm, he, he has a loss of people that fucking – that he reached. And that's what being an artist is. I mean, being able to, to reach somebody on that level. And that, he did. I mean, fucking Linkin Park was – as big as you fucking get in the rock world.
0: Well, yeah, for sure. Multi-platinum records and probably filling stadiums, I would think. I don't think I ever saw them. Maybe I did. I don't know. I saw them. I just never really cared. I never really paid attention. I was going to the the beer line. Yeah. Easy target. Easy open target, you know, nowadays.
1: And now that that apprehension is always going to be there, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of been going. Still
1: not going to keep me from going to no. do those things.
0: No, not at all. I mean, this is it's not really an option for me. I'm not going to fucking stay in the house, you know. It's my life. Been my life for a long, for my, all my life, you know, essentially. Since I was a young person. Fucking first concert I ever went to, I was like 11. So, yeah, I'm going to keep going, of course. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, but this kind of thing has been going on for a while now. I was just talking to somebody the other day. I was like, yeah, man, I think this shit started with Dimebag. You know? It's like, what? Like, somebody goes up on stage and shoots him? You know? No, this
1: shit started way longer. I mean, didn't someone try and just kill
0: Lennon? Not on, not on stage. Oh, not on stage. Yeah, that's the, that's the differentiating fucking factor and all that is that people are going to concert halls and sh- killing people now. It's like, that was never a fucking thought in my mind before that. Yeah. But that I don't gets think burned so. in your head. Yeah, I don't know? think
1: so. You now that I can think of, at least. And
0: then what happened in France, you know, Paris, France, with the... Uh, what was that fucking venue called? Eagles of Death Metal? Yeah, it was Eagles of Death Metal at the... I uh, can't remember the name of the venue right now.
1: Well, I mean, he didn't try and kill any of the artists at the country music fair, you know.
0: I mean, he probably he could have easily. Yeah, he would Probably been. easier than anyone else. Right. You know, because they're elevated. That's coming. I mean, what the fuck, you know? I, you know, we have all this fucking surveillance... Since nine eleven, the NSA is supposed to fucking protect us, and meanwhile they're vacuuming up all of our fucking data. It was like that didn't stop any of this shit. It didn't stop. Yeah. It didn't stop Paris. It didn't stop Dimebag. It didn't stop fucking now Las Vegas. I mean, what the fuck is the point of all this? I don't understand. I bet there's something in that in that fucking metadata that they have to indicate that this shit was. So there's just got to go be on.
1: so many fucking you know billions of people. Fucking data to sift through. I mean, you can't. Yeah, they're just impossible.
0: They're just taking it all in. Yeah. They're not sifting through any of it. Yeah.
1: And I'm sure that you know, certain things come up or red flags come up and they may investigate further. But like you said, right now they're just fucking collecting data.
0: All in the name of safety. And what the fuck is that getting us? (laughs) Not much. Yeah. Just gonna get some more shitty laws passed and it's gonna be less fun. Less fun. Less freedom. That's what it's gonna be. We already know this because it's what's happening. That's what's happened in the past. We know, we know, you know. 9-11 was the start. And it's fucking been a downhill fucking slide in the form of personal fucking liberty ever since. I mean, and for that to happen in Vegas and nobody did understand. And now the cops are botching the whole fucking deal. I mean, that guy was probably on camera the whole entire time. From the time he got to the hotel to the fucking time he went into the room, you know. All that footage exists It does 100% it does Yeah, it It's there to. It's there I mean the hallways Are fucking surveyed I'm sure when the Security guard was shot That was on camera Because I know It was in the hallway on the, on the floor That the shit was happening on I guess the engineer Of the building was there Fucking nuts dude It's really fucked up Makes you fucking feel weird To go into a hotel now It's like what yeah. the fuck What the fuck's gonna happen here You know It Most likely Nothing is gonna happen you know, yeah. odds People are. People stay
1: in fucking hotel fucking Every, millions of times yeah. a fucking week. Yeah. You know, and nothing happens. And concerts go on fucking hundreds of thousands of times all year round. And everyone walks away safely. So, go live your lives.
0: Yeah. Don't let
1: sure. the terrorists win.
0: Don't let them win, man. If you're not with us, we're at the goddamn terrorists. You know? <laughs> Least it wasn't a rock show oh, that's a terrible thing to say uh, you know it doesn't matter of course i'm joking but shouldn't be joking about that shit at all but i mean yeah it sucks you know genre different or not you don't fucking want anybody to forbid if
1: he would have been you know i'm just saying that muslim shit can you imagine first thing i storm? thought
0: that's uh, the first thing i fucking thought you know of course because i mean that's been happening a lot that's what paris was that's what paris france was you know so of course you think about that Because it, it's a possibility Or you think
1: fucking Antifa, radical fucking leftists Could be,
0: could be that Could be a extreme right guy Who, Who knows? Who fucking knows? We don't know Right w- It could he, be a fucking right
1: wing guy That's trying to fucking false flag Who knows what the fuck this guy was thinking To be in that state of mind Maybe He I, was I, rich Yeah, and that's the crazy fucking thing He yeah. was fucking independently wealthy you know, he was a millionaire fucking gambler who lived the life that a lot of people would fucking love to live.
0: Yeah, I mean, he paid cash for one of his properties. I mean, he was not doing terrible. Probably a smart guy, you know. When smart people start going fucking crazy, <laughs> that's when you have a real problem. Because this is a psychological thing more than it was a physical thing. Well, well not more, but it was I a think psych- fucking uh, just as much of a uh, psychological thing rather than, a you know. It's the same thing. It, it, it's it's hitting two two areas. It's like I'm gonna kill as many people as I can, create all this terror, but then there's gonna be the psychological effect afterwards of it's just a random act of violence, is it? Well, as of right now, that's all we know that it is. Right. You know, and it was from you know, not your stereotypical kind of shooter. You know, that we know right now. I'm sure. Obviously, he was mentally ill, but fuck, dude, it's fucked up. It's well, dark they're linking shit. it back to. Uh...
1: Uh, I did see the pharmaceuticals, I guess. Yes,
0: he was on antidepressants. Yeah, a
1: a, a lot of, I think that's one of the correlations between uh, most recent uh, mass shootings is that they were on some type of antidepressant.
0: All of them are, too. I think every single one that's happened in the last 10 years has been on some kind of antidepressant. So uh, what's that tell you? (laughs) you Dealing with your problems without dope, man. You know, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I mean, if you listen to the fucking uh, commercials, there's side all, effects. The side effects include fucking bleeding anus and fucking suicidal thoughts. Okay, I'm out. Just those right. two, but then there's a whole rambling list of other shit. Yeah, and that's for everything.
1: And then uh, the 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 uh, that's for every one. The newest of other girls. you know controversy is this Hollywood sex scandal. Oh my
0: god, dude.
1: Are you fucking serious? This is news? I mean, everybody... You had to know this shit was happening. <clears throat> yeah. And then the fake outrage. When, you That's know... That's
0: the part that kills me.
1: It's like, oh my... we They're high and mighty on their, their liberal stoop talking about equality, but you know what? <laughs> had to suck a dick to get that movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And didn't
1: say shit about it until this guy's being outed. So... Who's the fucking hypocrite
0: now? Yeah, Hollywood is fucking... It's on its last legs, is what it feels like to me. They they need to decentralize that fucking town. They need to break up the industry and just throw it all over the fucking country and break up all these power structures and just create art and back it up with money somehow. But the way it is now... Yeah, I mean, this, this whole fucking thing, like you said, the fake outrage... It's like, yeah, I'm fucking brave now. I was like, yeah, but you weren't brave until he got fired. And all these, you know, actresses and men actors are coming out and saying that they've been sexually abused. That's valid, and you have every right to be upset about it. All that shit is fucking terrible if it's true. But you're not outing the people that are doing it to you, which means that these people are probably victimizing Another young actress somewhere. So now you're implicated. You can't just come out on Twitter and fucking say that I was abused, but I'm not going to tell you who. But they're still they're they're in the higher echelon of power in Hollywood. They're still there and it's still happening. And you're letting it happen by not telling them, our, telling everybody the names. That's the that's a huge fucking problem. I tweeted that out like a day after the story broke or two days afterwards on my personal page, but. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, why aren't you fucking outing these fucking people? You're rich millionaires, most of you. Uh, You know, I think uh, Rachel McGowan was the big one that came out. Uh, Yeah,
1: I guess she's been... I guess she had a lawsuit with that Weinstein for years, though. So she's one of the ones that I guess that has came out against him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and has... Earlier,
1: you know, now that he's been thrown out there, I mean, you got Jennifer Lawrence, you got all these actresses are coming out saying that Renee Zellweger yeah you seen
0: that picture of her with him oh,
1: I haven't seen she's it she's
0: basically sitting on his lap right at some party trying to get a fucking s- job sauced and fucking guess who's sitting right next to him is uh Russell Crowe yeah they're just partying it up fucking hammered all of them and you know who's great friends with that Weinstein Bill Clinton oh yeah so it's all interconnected and for the first few days, Hillary Clinton didn't say shit about it, and neither did Barack Obama. They they were pressured into
1: it. And now she's coming out talking about how Donald Trump is like Weinstein. They,
0: they, yeah, they always deflect to Donald Trump. Did you notice that? Yeah. All the liberals, fucking Seth Rogen, fuck you, you piece of shit, fucking bastard. You just deflect right back to Donald Trump. It's like, no, we're talking about your boy, dude. We're not yeah. talking about Donald Trump. Donald Trump may or may not be a fucking bad dude. It's not about him right now. It's about you and your circle. So right. let's talk about how how many dicks did you suck to get your fucking jobs, you know?
1: Or you know, how many fucking broads sucked your dick to get on a movie with you.
0: Yeah, see, you and Ben Affleck is another one, dude. Yep.
1: This video of him being inappropriate to fucking over and over. Right. Yeah. It's it's But he, he takes the moral high ground when he fucking put a mic in front of his face. Oh
0: yeah, he'll he'll lecture he'll lecture the flyover country any day of the week and at any award show. See, I can't wait till they do that shit again. The next award show, they're gonna stand up on some fucking social justice warrior bull- bullshit fucking pedestal, and we're gonna be all like, "Yeah, man, you fucking molest children, so fuck you," you know. I mean, that's probably the next thing coming out because oh, I hear I ped- hope. I, I, hear nah, I don't f- hope that they, <laughs> that they molest <laughs> children. Yeah, but well, I hope we already it, know if, that if they it do.
1: It comes out. Yeah, I have no doubts.
0: I mean, because uh, yeah, Corey Feldman was was saying yep. this fucking shit years ago about the pedophilia and on fucking
1: what was the other Corey the one that fucking overdosed not Feldman oh, I don't uh Haim oh is,
0: he's
1: yeah uh, he's he's dead oh, I didn't know that I don't know much about yeah Hollywood, they both dude. came out a, about that and who uh there was another one um ah oh, fuck I can't remember his name poor fella well I imagine it's gotta be rough
0: yeah I'm sure he's you know working it out you know but dude what a fucking scumbag industry that is Woo. well the truth is coming out and you know a lot of what comes out of Hollywood is dog shit anyway I've been saying this for a while our buddy Jeff Fall gives me shit about it all the time it's like oh your attention span it's like it's not my attention span dude he's like you have an attention span problem it's like no I don't it's the content the content sucks it's not good A lot of the writing isn't good. It's all fucking Marvel movies and fucking comic book movies now. There is still
1: quality entertainment out there.
0: There is. I'm not saying every movie's bad. But a lot of them are. You know,
1: a lot of them are. I just watched a really great movie. It's a Stephen King book um, adapted to a movie on Netflix called Gerald's Game. Oh, I heard about that. It is fucking dark. It is really dark. And good. And good. Uh, I would recommend it. Um, Yeah, it's... I guess it's making fucking people sick. I mean, (laughs) there's some of the some of the sit, shit, and it's just
0: gory. It's it's not
1: like out overtly gory as it is like cerebral, fucking stomach-turning.
0: Yeah, yeah, like
1: saw. Not even. I mean, there's not that kind of. It's not that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, Premise of the move, the 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 book, the movie. Guy and his wife have marital problems. They go up to the woods get a cabin, they're trying to rekindle it, and uh, uh, he ends up handcuffing her to a bed, and has a heart attack and dies. Oh, boy. So she's stuck in this cabin with the door open, fucking...
0: Bears come in, eat her. Wolves. Wolves.
1: You know, and she's... It doesn't take long for you to be chained to a bed, and without hydration, to bucking start to be you know go, go
0: crazy yeah
1: insane so it's kind of a balance between going crazy and you know trying to survive this situation it's, it's it, they, they did a really good job
0: you know the whole time i'm thinking it's like the moral of the story of that would be don't fucking chain anybody to a bed doesn't sound like well any they fun. fucking
1: read the 50 shades of gray books bo oh that's the thing Come on! Every woman
0: wants that now. Until they watch this fucking movie, <laughs> it's like, yeah. Here's part two. Watch what happens now. That was a weird phenomenon, too. It's like
1: yeah, yeah. What's f- what's great about that the whole story is, you know, every woman that fantasizes, you know, about that, you know, and it, the only reason that story works is one, the guy was attractive, and two, he was fucking rich. Rich, yeah. Had he been in a fucking trailer, tying her up to a fucking, you know, radiator, wouldn't have been nearly as enticing. Worked at Circle K. (laughs) Worked at fucking Circle K. No one give a fuck. It would be creepy
0: and fucked up. Yeah. It would be like, what's going on in Hollywood a lot of these times? Minus the fucking wealth and power. Weird and creepy. That's weird how that works. Class kind of erases certain psychotic things in people's minds you know of what is good and what isn't good or what is virtuous and what isn't and what's appe- oh, yeah. what's appealing and what isn't yeah like just-
1: I'm sure many women are much more likely to deal with a attractive psycho boyfriend who is rich versus the attractive then the ugly psycho <laughs> who is living in a fucking trailer
0: <laughs> we should write that movie <laughs> just the other way around you know just poor and fucking overweight and a psycho. But chicks are really attracted to him <laughs> for some reason. Damn, it's a strange world, man. Yeah, yeah. Keeps getting
1: more weird. Money and power. It is attractive.
0: I guess it always has been. This is nothing new.
1: Well, they were showing clips from uh, one of Marilyn Monroe's early movies.
0: I um, saw that. Uh, yeah, they were talking about it, was it. one of the podcasts I was listening to.
1: Uh, I think they were talking about it on Rogan. Might have been Rogan. No, no, it wasn't Rogan. I don't of remember, those. but they were talking about. You know, one of the scenes was she slept with this guy to get to this position, and he was handing her off to a producer so she could further her career right. and sleep with him.
0: Right. God damn it! What movie was that? And who was talking about? I don't know, but yeah, I saw that too, and it was. It, so it goes all the way back then. Seems like it was more. Well, more prevalent back then because the, the real patriarchy. Was there in the late 40s, early 50s? You know, that's when the patriarchy was at its fucking height. Right, I guess, right, you know? and that was okay.
1: It was. It okay was just there. culture. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, whether it be patriarchy or not, it was. It was a culture fucking. And then thing.
1: the feminists came out and they said this is bad, so they just hit it. Hey,
0: where like, are they, where are they now? They hid it away. Or they're 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 uh, hashtagging on Twitter. Really? Out. Me
1: too. Out the aggressors. It's, it's funny because they say, they said right now that all these women are coming out with this Me Too hashtag. It's one of the most popular yeah, yeah. hashtags. They're yeah, that's saying what I like was referring to, yeah. one of one out of every quarter of women has had you know to deal with some type of unwanted sexual advance. You fucking know what? Almost everybody has on some level. I work in fucking business and I've had unwanted sexual advances, unwanted sexual comments. Obviously. You know, I'm a man, so I'm not a victim.
0: Yeah, she's not gonna overpower you. Right. You know, right. That's that's the that's the key dynamic. The key difference is men are generally physically stronger and bigger and they have a, a physical presence over a woman. Where it doesn't make it any better when so a woman unless, does it to unless you. So, but unless it was
1: a, a an advance where you felt physically threatened or your job was, you know, in jeopardy, fucking big deal. Fucking big deal. I don't care. Yeah, if it's I just, don't. If it's words, if it's words
0: said in a a
1: manner that
0: it, this can be construed, any kind of fucking com- or uh, compliment these days right. can be misconstrued as sexual, uh, you know, uh, abuse or advances, know, advances or whatever. I think that's what you're getting at. It's right. like it's like, of course, we're not for fucking physical, fucking violence or uh, sexual abuse of any kind, but it's kind of the, it's, it's like the pendulum swings it's like one way or it's got to be the other and why, and we can't figure out like this kind of middle ground it's like let's correct this this fucking heinous action that's been happening in Hollywood forever and in culture generally let's figure out a way to fix that but th- let's not swing back to the other fucking way and go one extreme or the other because that's not helping anything and it's just dividing everybody you know I don't think hashtags do much They don't do fucking anything. We're right back to where we were. Anytime there's a crisis in the country, all these fucking people get on Twitter and they have a fucking cute hashtag. And it's like, okay, in the meantime, why don't you tell us who your perpetrators are so we can stand beside you and support you in fucking toppling these fucking cunts that are fucking fucking up the whole fucking world, you know? Because that's what we really want to do. I want to support these women. But you got to tell us who it is, you know? you can't protect them because you're protecting a predator when you do that and you're creating future victims of this predator if you let him continue what they're fucking doing. You know? It's fucked up. We have all the solutions to right. all the world's problems.
1: All you gotta do is tune in to the Rock Savage Pod.
0: And we'll sort it out for you, man. We will.
1: We'll help you find the light.
0: Oh, it's infuriating. Sometimes I just want to turn off the whole fucking social media. mm mm-hmm. It's getting, a great tool. Getting close. It's a great tool. It is, but uh, when uh, something like this happens, it becomes insufferable. You know, it's good to get all the information out, and I think what is good about social media is that it keeps these stories moving and alive. You know, whereas before they could have squashed it in three days. I mean, it, the end of this conversation before the internet would have been, oh, Harvey Weinstein was fired, and yeah. that took three days. And good later. You know, it's all taken care of now. He's 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 gone. Meanwhile. You know, the conversation continues. So I guess that's kind of good with the looking on the bright side of these hashtags and the people coming out is that it's keeping this subject matter alive. So maybe they can come to some kind of solution. You know, fuck. Can't let it go on. You know. Yay, Hollywood. Fucking scumbags, man. And in the meantime, these fucking. Everybody seems to shit on Ohio in in some of these. Uh these podcasts you know and I think it's probably just it's probably just uh, you know it's a little snippy comments you know like it's flyover country because when they everybody's coming into town they either be a band or a fucking comedian they always seem to shit on Ohio I'm like well at least we don't have fucking rampant pedophilia running around every fucking where in the highest echelons of power in Ohio haha <laughs> guys take that you fuckers
1: yeah yeah we have it here we just don't make them rich for doing it <laughs> yeah we don't we don't
0: reward them with the uh, fucking money and power and chicks so ha ha no instead
1: they get stuck on a website and have to live you know a couple miles from a school
0: yeah yeah take that yeah of course it happens but you know whatever man i don't get that man i don't understand why people fucking shit on ohio Ohio's a good place
1: i like it's it. just like any other place
0: it's better than a lot of places, tell you that.
1: Yeah, that's subjective.
0: It is subjective, but drive out into the middle of Kansas and then uh, come to the rolling fucking woodlands of Ohio with our major cities and, uh, you know, all the cool shit here. And Ohio is better. I'm, sp- I'm speaking specifically to Californians because they're the ones that shit on Ohio. Yeah, well, the mid- be- Midwest gets a
1: bad be- rep. Midwest gets a bad rep for, I don't know what reason, but uh, we're seen as uncultured and uh, backwards.
0: And, you know, that could be true in some little pockets here and there, everywhere. But that's in California, too. Go to Barstow. Fucking hey, you, you want to uh, brag about Barstow? I mean, there's hillbillies in California, too. They're just not in the, you know, they're not... On the Sunset Strip or Hollywood Boulevard, you know. There's hillbilly towns out there, too. You go go outside of L.A. and it's fucking the same shit as Ohio, you know. Strange. This country's strange. It's a strange place. It's also a cool place. I'm down. I'll go back to California. It's a fun time, especially when you're from Ohio and you go there. Don't try
1: and and launch your acting career, though.
0: Kind of done with that. Actually, I never tried that, but I wouldn't. Because I'm not a good actor, man. I can't sing. I can't dance. You can't suck dick. Definitely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that squashed your career.
0: God damn it. And on that note. I think it's time to close up. Like I said, we've figured out all the problems of the world. And uh, Email us at the Rock Savage Pod if
1: you have any questions
0: further. Please do, man. We'll read them. Send uh, us some emails. Uh, and you can be- also
1: make sure to make it out to uh, mm-hmm. the hate Theory. Dolly trauma show at the outpost that on November fourth. Sold, 4th. The, fuck sold out. the fuck out. It's gonna be exciting. I'll uh, get the slap of the bis with some erasing never. Yes, sir. Pretty stoked about that.
0: So Where the fuck are you people, man? Me and me and Stone from uh, Hate Theory and Burn Blue Sky were talking about the other day. It's like this folks come out of the woodwork for these you know, every now and again shows. Yeah. It's like, hey, there's a lot of shows going on. We want to see everybody there, so Come on out to more, man. But in the meantime, we'll have fun at that one. That's going to be a good one. All righty. There's more coming down the pike, too, but we can't tell you right now. Peace. All right, later. Right man, there it is, episode 45 of the Rock Savages podcast. It's kind of serious today, aside like from Paul's Hangover, which was probably a little serious too, you know, from the Halloween party. Ah, you know, just too much shit going on in the world, none of it's fun right now. Bullshit, man. Losing Tom Petty is a fucking a hard one. I'm kind of ready for 2017 to be over, you know. It's been a rough year for me personally, and, uh... The music community as a whole So uh, hopefully 2018 is better Uh, Hopefully there's no more violence At concerts That's fucking nonsense It's fucking nonsense Not sure what we can do to change this trajectory That this country is on But uh, you gotta stop Not you But people have to stop uh, Appealing to violence And uh, You know there's a lot of uh, shit going on these days, you know, if somebody doesn't agree with you, then they, they feel it's necessary to initiate violence against others. And all that does is send a shockwave into your community when people hear about this stuff. And it can potentially send folks who are not mentally stable off the edge. You know, if enough of this negativity is thrown out into the universe, you know, it can potentially, you know, do just that. It can. Can send people that are already on edge Have some kind of mental disorder And just send them right the fuck over And uh, That's not the only problem but You know It, could, it can uh, it can probably contribute You know So Just be nice man Be nice to each other If you disagree with somebody Well then sit down and have a goddamn conversation Don't shut them out of your life uh, Sit down and talk Talk it out. Maybe learn something new. Get out of your echo chamber, you know? Fuck, man. It's easy to do online. You can you can tailor all of your social media to uh, all groups and products and companies that you agree with. And so you never... If you don't want to uh, see anything you disagree with or any ideas you disagree with, you don't have to. Or maybe you should. Get out of your comfort zone. I do. I talk to people all the time I disagree with. It doesn't mean I hate them or let, look uh, down upon them or feel any less about them as a human being you know it's fucked up people need to initiate civil discourse and learn how to do that i think that's one key thing that can stop some of this stuff you know but uh we'll we'll see as we march off into the future hopefully it's a bright future i think so we got to keep our minds positive positive. And uh, hopefully this podcast helps you do that. It's a music-based podcast, so music is a big, big part of my life and keeps me positive and, uh, and happy. So no matter how dark it might be sometimes, I mean, uh, my band, Burn Blue Sky, we, we write some pretty heavy shit sometimes. But uh, still, it's positive energy. You're not destroying anything. You're not hurting anyone. You're taking your energy and uh throwing it into an instrument throwing it into a microphone and eventually throwing it onto a record and giving it to people so alright I'm going to stop ranting the Heat Theory show November 4th 2017 at the Outpost Concert Club is officially sold out which is great you all you folks that come out of the woodwork for these rare shows need to start coming to the other shows too man but uh, I I can I can speak for the dudes because it's you know hate theory is practically burn blue sky minus a couple members so they're pretty excited and uh, as a person who's embedded in the music scene thanks for supporting this show man I mean I'm not personally a part of it I will be there but It's cool to see because it, you know, not only is Heat Theory close to us, but the Outpost Concert Club is uh, also very close. They're like family to us. They're Burn Blue Skies, uh, home venue. You know, Joe treats us like family and uh, gives us a lot of cool opportunities. So thanks for supporting that place and thanks for supporting Heat Theory. And uh, we've already played a song off the new record, but I'm gonna play another one, because why the fuck not, man? Let's celebrate this sold-out show, November 4th in Kent, Ohio. I'm gonna play the second track off of Hate Theory 3. It's called Unchained Unbeaten, it's on CD. CDs will be available at the show, and I do believe it is on iTunes, so if you don't want the disc, support the fucking band, they're independent. Go buy a song or go buy the whole record on iTunes. It's probably anywhere you can buy music online. So just check around. Just do some Googling. Find out. That said, man, thanks for checking out another episode of this here podcast. We'll be back real soon. And that's it. We'll talk to you soon. Spread the word, man. Rate and review us on iTunes. You can listen to us on Spreaker as well. Uh, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. So give us a quick rating and review anywhere you do that. And uh, subscribe to tell your friends, tell your fam, anybody that's into rock and roll and heavy metal, let them know. And thanks again. We'll be back real soon. Talk to you later. Oh uh-huh.